and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another magical, mindful Monday morning for Torch Report 444. Are we being set up for World War III? That's the question. Today, we are going to compare and contrast some conflicting headlines, some conflicting narratives uh, in an effort to tease out a little bit of truth. So, yes, friends, here we are again, facing another week, another round of fear-mongering propaganda, political corruption, and, of course, talking about Donald Trump. Now, we're going to touch on... uh these dead horse topics just a little bit here. I, I don't want to beat the dead horse, but we're going to touch on it just to, you know, make sure that we are all keeping tabs on the on the insanity of it all. But I want to then tune in to that, that very faint signal amidst the noise. Now, what I noticed straight off the bat this morning as I was doing my news analysis was a, a what appeared to me to be a coordinated campaign all across the trusted news initiative sources. So across CNN, Fox, et cetera, et cetera. And that coordinated campaign seems like it's it's designed to spook the public and keep people scared. Now, the f- the, the flavor of the week here, the flavor of fear this week, appears to be a killer-on-the-loose variety, right? There's all kinds of headlines out there just peppering the public's consciousness with, oh my gosh, there's a killer-on-the-loose. You know, schools close as manhunt for escaped murderer expands. You know, man admits to fatally shooting a college student outside a Texas bar. Another killer roams free in one of the most exclusive suburbs in the USA. Random sex assault on co-ed rocks a college football town just the day before classes start, and another man and woman were fatally shot while sitting in their car in their own neighborhood. (laughs) O-M-G! W-T-F! What the hell's going on here? Now, I'm certain that the astute listening audience here at thetorchreport.com is picking up on the patterns here, right? I mean, Obviously, no one is safe anywhere. I mean, nobody can be safe anywhere, especially in places where one might typically feel safe, like in an exclusive suburb or at a school or in your car in your own damn neighborhood. But, you know, nobody can be safe anywhere now. So I just wanted to point that out. (laughs) You know, before we move on here, I ask you to consider the broader impact. Think about the fact that, again, millions of Americans are just being inundated with this kind of crap. These are the headlines that, again, are peppering the public's consciousness. That's what I saw out there. Coordinated campaign of propaganda. So uh, I think, ultimately, that is keeping the free-floating anxiety primed in the public psyche. So, you know, but for those who are not prone to living in fear of random acts of violence, the media's got, you know, they got you covered too, friends. They're they're, they're dishing up another healthy serving right now of the nuclear war hysteria. And of course, nuclear war might really, really happen, you know, because this time, you know, the evil Russian tyrant has deployed the dreaded Satan 2 super weapon into combat duty. Don, 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 the end of days is near, you know. So you might not be freaking out about 
you know, uh, getting shot while you're sitting in your car in your own your own safe, exclusive suburb neighborhood. But you do need to be concerned about the Super Satan 2 weapon. So the details, of course, of this super weapon are frightening, right? I mean, just to put the facts on the table here, this is an intercontinental ballistic missile with a range of uh, nearly 12,000 miles, right? About 11,800 11, miles is what they say the range of that thing is. The Satan II super weapon that the evil Russian tyrant just put into combat duty, it means he can drop up to 15 nuclear warheads on any city on the planet. And you know what that means, don't you? That means that everyone should be scared everywhere all around the world. <laughs> but friends, rather than, uh, rather than running for the bunker, I want to see if we can tease out a little narrative here. And I'm going to throw out a couple more headlines. Lots of headlines in the report today. Lots out in the news. But get this. There's a spy agency that says Russia has proposed North Korea and China join together in a three-way military drill. So we're going to get the evil Russian tyrant, you know, the North Koreans and the CCP all working together in military drills. And then another article says, unfortunately, it appears that the new axis of evil is alive and well. The new axis of evil. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> you know, come on, you know. Meanwhile... The U.S. is hosting Taiwanese troops for a massive joint exercise in Michigan. What the hell are we doing with Taiwanese troops in Michigan? I do want to know, pray tell, why. Now, while the Wall Street Journal is out there, they're saying that uh, the Chinese nationals are trying to infiltrate U.S. military bases. Now, why in the world are those Chinese nationals trying to infiltrate U.S. military bases? Hmm, you know. Meanwhile, over in Ukraine, uh, the, the Ukrainian intelligence apparently has intercepted some some uh, transmissions, some cell texts or cell phone calls or something like that. But it shows the, the they intercept Russian communications, showing that Russian soldiers are 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 angry. They're they're disparaging. You know, they're 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 <laughs> <laughs> They're crying out because of all their losses, and their and this disarray is consuming the Russian soldiers. That's uh, what the headline says. Now, one idea that's being pushed here is that the Russian forces are desperate and in disarray, which, of course, in theory, makes them more likely to eviscerate someone or some nation or some city with the insidious Satan to nuclear warhead. Another idea that's being seeded here is that we are facing a new axis of evil. You know, of course, that's that's conjuring up the axis of evil. That's, you know, Americans were standing united against the axis of evil. And now we need to stand united again against the new axis of evil. And this new axis of evil, it threatens our very existence on planet Earth. You know, yikes, what if Russia and China and North Korea, what if they gang up and they nuke us back into the Stone Age? Holy smokes, friends, you should probably be scared. <laughs> you should probably be scared. But let me ask you, who's really the greatest threat here? Who's the greatest threat of all? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the greatest threat of all? Is it the increasingly desperate evil Russian tyrant? Is it the increasingly aggressive Chinese Communist Party? 
Or is it the reliably unstable and itchy trigger finger of the reclusive North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un? You know, what do you think? I don't know. Maybe the greatest threat of all is that invisible hand of the global cabal that seems to be orchestrating all this chaos. But what the hell do I know? Again, you know, this news... That, uh, that Putin is desperate. Now he's so desperate, he's turning to North Korea for weapons. And that, that news is just everywhere. So obviously, this is the narrative that's taking shape. I did put a little screenshot in here showing, you know, Putin is desperate for North Korea's stockpile of weapons. And they've got, you know, uh, Kim Jong-un, you know, shaking hands with Putin and all that. But hey, friends, if you're listening on a podcast platform, Please know you just have to go to thetorchreport.com. Check out Torch Report 444 and you'll see this spiffy screenshot of the chubby dictator from North Korea and the grinning uh, evil Russian tyrant. So it's being portrayed again that, there, you know, desperation is in the air. And the reason that Putin is getting desperate is because uh, what's happening in Ukraine right now. I mean, right now, Ukraine is just turning the tables. I mean, re- Ukraine's just kicking Russia's ass right now. <laughs> it's, it's an utter farce, friends. It's a flat-out lie. But that's how the story is being told. That's the, the parroted narrative that's being puppeted by all this deep state media puppets, okay? Putin is desperate. Putin and North Korea and China, they're going to band together. And this is all happening because Ukraine has turned the tables on Russia. You know, <laughs> I just want to like you hold that in your mind for just a moment, this idea that they're planting, that the Ukrainians are turning the tables on Russia, And I want to just compare that emerging public perception, that narrative, with a few uh, what I would consider to be incompatible headlines, okay? So is Ukraine really turning the tables on Russia? Or is it, as uh, other sources indicate, the fact that Ukraine's counteroffensive is actually bringing unsustainable losses. Unsustainable. I mean, the, the Ukrainians are getting absolutely hammered into a meat grinder, okay? The troop deaths and injuries in Ukraine nears 500,000, according to U.S. officials. And the U.N., I'm sorry, the Ukrainian defense secretary, he's out there saying, we just don't have a large enough army to continue these unsustainable losses. And I want to pull a little excerpt in from this uh, Ukrainian defense secretary. I'll spare you the agony of me trying to pronounce his name, but he, uh, I think he kind of inadvertently helps shine some light on all of this Western propaganda, even though he's, he's promoting Western propaganda, begging for more money. Uh, but he, he does kind of shine some light here when he says, to quote the Ukrainian defense secretary, he says, uh, uh, and he was, by the way, just okay, put it into context here. He's talking about the New York Times article that says uh, deaths and injuries near 500,000. And he says, these numbers do not align with reality. Those who cite such figures do not understand the war, he said, adding that Ukraine does not possess a large enough army to justify such numbers, period, end quote. So the New York Times is saying, oh my gosh, troop deaths and injuries are near 500,000, you know, uh, according to U.S. officials, half a million Ukrainians have either died or been injured.
encountered in this meat grinder of a war. And yet, the Ukrainian defense secretary says, <laughs> these numbers don't align with reality. I love that. They do not align with reality. Those who cite these figures do not understand the war because Ukraine doesn't even possess a large enough army to justify these numbers. Now, what should be obvious here, and what I was pointing out last week uh, you, you know, introducing your new secret weapon, right? You guys remember what the new secret weapon was? The new secret weapon was, take a deep breath, and let it go. We must surrender and accept life just as it is. But what I was pointing out last week is that we really have no way of knowing what's actually happening on the ground in Eastern Europe. We just don't no. We, we we hear propaganda, we get all these different conflicting narratives in the at the bottom at, at the bottom of it, we just don't know. Okay? We really have no way of knowing. What we do know for sure is that anyone who seems to speak the uncomfortable truth about what's happening in Ukraine is getting uh, immediately vilified, right? If, if anybody says anything negative about the war in Ukraine, like Ukrainians are getting their ass handed to them and the Russians are actually winning, then all of a sudden you are, you know, vilified. You are now a pro-Putin puppet, right? And of course, this now includes former French President Nicolas Sarkozy. You guys remember old Nick Sarkozy? He has this to say about the situation in Ukraine. And I quote, he says, any return to the way things were before, i.e. Ukrainian rule over Crimea, is an illusion, period, end quote. Any return to the way things were, Ukrainian rule over Crimea, that is an absolute illusion. To put it differently, what he is saying is that Ukraine cannot win. Ukraine cannot win Period. That is an illusion. To think that to think that Ukraine's turning the tables on Russia is a lie. It's an illusion. To think that Ukrainians are going to win this war is a lie. It's an illusion. And of course, you know, we would expect that Sarkozy would be lambasted for speaking this inconvenient truth, and he has been. But that's not all that he had to say. If you dig into the article I put in the report today, he goes on to say the idea that. Uh, the idea of Ukraine joining the EU, the European Union, he, he says that's completely unrealistic. That's a hypocritical suggestion, says Nicholas Sarkozy. And then he goes on to point out that Russia is always going to be Europe's neighbor. And Russia's always going to be their source of natural gas and many other natural resources. So EU, European officials would be wise to pull their head out of their ass and negotiate a peaceful resolution instead of belligerently barreling toward and instigating World War III. Now, when we think about the fact that Russia and the European Union have to coexist, and that's what former French President Nicolas Sarkozy is saying here, they have to coexist, they, they live side by side, okay? They have to coexist. He then introduces this little twist here, and I think these words are, are very insightful. Says Sarkozy, and I quote, European interests are not aligned with American interests at this time. European interests are not aligned with American interests at this time. Now, if the United States and the European interests are not aligned at this time, 
Whose side do you think the globalists are going to be on? Honest question. Who do you think the global cabal is going to side with here? Do you think that the invisible hand of the global cabal is working for or against American interests? Uh, as opposed to, say, European interests, right? Do you think that the invisible hand of the global cabal is is really going to try to keep uh, uh, American dominance in global affairs? Hmm, you know, or... I mean, really all we have to do is kind of think about it, look at it through the lens of global democracy. When we look at it through the lens of global democracy, the answer is clear. From a globalist perspective... Looking out for the intergovernmental and supranational organization of 27 countries across the European continent. Okay, so you got that. That's the EU. That's the uh, definition, by, by the way, out of the CIA fact book. The European Union is an intergovernmental and supranational, supranatural, ah, supranational organization of 27 countries. So you got 27 countries all across the European continent. And from a globalist perspective, these organize, you know, the EU, 27 countries across the European continent, that continent, that is so much more important than just maintaining American global dominance. So with that in mind, let's revisit the, uh, the fear-mongering nuclear war headlines. And the question of you know, is, are we being set up? Now, to thread it together, friends, I want to kind of just take it from the top here. You know, first, I want to point out that all the free-floating anxiety that's being created by the, you know, killer on the loose stuff, that increases suggestibility. The propaganda induces a sense of anxiety that makes the public mind more malleable. The second thing, spy agencies are telling us that the new Axis of evil is alive and well, and they are in fact ganging up on us right now, threatening us with nuclear war. Third point, deep state propagandists are planting the seeds that Putin is desperate, that Russia is losing, and that the Satan 2 super weapon might unleash hell on earth and bomb us into oblivion. Fourth point, there is exactly zero chance. There is exactly zero chance of the Ukrainian conflict playing out the way that the American media has portrayed it. There's zero chance that the brave Ukrainian freedom fighters are going to conquer the evil Russian tyrant and save democracy once and for all. Woo! It's not going to happen. The fifth and final point here to, you know, to point out that more and more people are waking up to this indisputable truth, okay? The indisputable truth that uh, uh, Russians are stomping the shit out of Ukrainians. <laughs> That's kind of paraphrasing uh, Ron DeSantis there, but that people are waking up to this. That that, and also the fact that Ukraine is absolutely not a vital interest that's worth risking World War III for. Okay, DeSantis is out there saying the obvious, okay, we have no vital interest in Ukraine. Maybe those 40-plus bio labs, maybe some Biden money laundering operations, but really the indisputable truth is that we have no vital interest in what's happening in Ukraine, especially not an interest that's vital enough to risk World War III for, okay? And yet here we are. We see the, we're witnessing the escalating escalating tensions. We see things feeding into this uh, this narrative that we're on the brink of nuclear war. Why, oh why, could it be that the U.S. is on the chopping block? You know, chopping block. 
Ah, I spit it out today, friends. I take one day off and I get even, you know, tripping over my tongue here. Could it be that the U.S. is on the chopping block? Could it be that saboteurs embedded within our own government are actively pushing us toward this nuclear war? Could it be that they're doing this in order to create a cover story for the systematic destruction of America? Could it be? I don't know. I think... Uh, it sure would be a convenient way of, say, wiping out the faltering dollar or you know, wiping out the unsustainable entitlements, wiping out the failing institutions and the festering liberal rot that is eating at the heart of our once great nation. A nuclear strike on America would bring us to our knees, would it not? And it would immediately make all of these issues disappear. And of course, as a bonus... Any sort of uh, political accountability for all of the rampant political corruption would just evaporate into the fog of war. There would be no accountability for election shenanigans, etc. And then the chaos unleashed, of course, would undoubtedly lead to civil unrest. It would lead to martial law. It would probably lead to international interventions. Our elections would likely be suspended. And all of this might happen. Or none of it might happen. That's the reality. It might happen. It might not happen. We don't know. But if it does happen, could it be that all of this has been orchestrated as an inside job? Could those politicians and bureaucrats and deep state agents who have sworn allegiance to the global cabal, could they be in on it? Could they possibly be the driving force behind it all? I don't know. Friends, to me, it looks like the stage is being set again. But what the hell do I know? I'm just an ignorant peasant. You know, I mean, even the liberal filmmaker Oliver Stone, he's out there pointing out the fact that uh, U.S. policy toward Ukraine is leading us on a suicidal course toward World War III. I mean, I, 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 so I'm not alone here. But again, why is this happening? And the truth is, we can only speculate. It's kind of like trying to guess whether or not the, uh, the Supreme Court is going to determine whether Trump is eligible or not in 2024. What are they going to decide? I don't know, you know, or whether or not Trump is going to win the so-called capital riot case. What's going to happen? I don't know. You know, trying to understand the insanity of this suicidal path that we're on that's driving us toward World War III. It's like trying to understand why in the hell Americans are being told we are going to get a Trump-Biden rematch whether we want it or not. Why in the hell is this happening, friends? The only thing that makes sense is that nothing makes sense. And this is the hallmark of psychological warfare. In the fog of confusion, the enemy advances. Now would be a really good time to prepare yourself for what might lie ahead. Friends, there's no way of knowing for sure, but that faint signal amidst the noise seems to indicate that things are about to escalate. So don't wait until it's too late. All things considered, friends, I'd say that at this point, it's probably better to be a little bit overprepared. And that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please go to the website, take the time to find that heart, click that heart and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this magical, mindful, maniacal Monday. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.